Bill's busy uh, looking at the live timing on the World Superbike app. Can't actually get it going. Which I can't recommend. The, the <laughs> Superbike app is really rubbish. Uh, hello and welcome to Gas It Out on uh, a bit of a slightly different format, a bit of way we're doing it this weekend. Because, as you will probably know, this weekend there is MotoGP in Bruno. There is World Superbike going on in Portimao. There is British Superbike going on up the road from us here at Triumph HQ in Hinckley. They're at Donington this weekend. Moto America's riding this weekend. It is uh, Formula One is down the road in Silverstone. Absolutely wild weekend of, of motorsport action. So you'll see we actually don't have a guest here because everyone was busy. We spoke to a few people, didn't we, this week, and everyone was either on the way to a paddock or travelling to somewhere or getting already going for their race weekend. So we thought, we can't let you not have a gas it out this week, can we? But there's so much to talk about. We thought we'd just do a little short version uh, to keep you in the loop of everything that's going on with us. How are you, Neil, anyway? Good, thank you, Gav. It's nice here at Triumph, isn't it? You get get to see what it looks like. This is where we do the commentary. Yeah, you might be able to see just behind us. Yeah, we've got each individual um, booths that we have. And uh, yeah, so we're all separated up. We're at either end of the sofa, as you can see. That is about two metres. I've got a very, very long arm. Honestly, uh, but uh, yeah, it's actually a beautiful. This is the visitor experience, and you can see behind us there's a triumph up on the tables, all the gear that Neil's been trying to stick a uh, t-shirt in his bag every single day that we've been here. Uh, is that M Love in the background? Is he sneaking about? There he is. Look, you've got Michael Loverty all thrown in. That's free. Not yeah. charging you for that. No, we're not going to charge you for Michael. <laughs> well, I'm charging his, for nothing anyway. All his boffin info. Yeah. You got any boffin? <laughs> yeah, boffin starts. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a busy weekend, isn't it, Neil? Uh, so much going on in, in the world of motorbike racing. And, and I just want to remind you of something you said when we first did Gas It Out, and we were under lockdown, uh, that we wouldn't have any racing this year. God, <laughs> Look at so what we did. We've got everything going on this but weekend. But it, ne- it never looked like we were going no, to. It's, at that you're point. right. You're absolutely and, right. And it's funny, because my argument, and it's almost... Thankfully, I'm wrong, by the way, obviously, but... My argument was, me and Victoria, my girlfriend, talked about it. I'm like, yeah, but if there's no cure for coronavirus, there's going to be no racing. Because I can't see how this is all of a sudden going to stop. And actually, as we're seeing now with slight second waves, you know, sort mm. of on the way, you, you can sort of see. Yeah, see it's, how it's... It's very, very tricky, isn't it? So, and it seems to me as though there's a little bit of a thing going on whereby this is going to actually, however much coronavirus keeps going, the sport will continue to rumble on. It's almost like in its own little bubble, it can keep going mm. and people sort of don't mind it and quite like the fact that it keeps uh, rumbling on. The same with football. There might not be any fans in. It's not ideal, but there's so much can go on. Um, you can switch the, the sound off. That was his phone. You might have heard beeping in the background. Whatever the professional. Um, but yeah, but I, well, the way I feel, Gav, is we are so on the edge. Like we are... A bad week away from it being the end of MotoGP for this year. Really? That's how I feel. So I know you you've, you you obviously feel the opposite. Yeah, going, I do. Oh, no, I, I okay. feel like it's Shut- one of those things that will rumble on. I, I, for example, in football, Aberdeen, um, where there's been a little outbreak, nine of their players are not playing in the return of the Scottish Premiership this week um, because they've all were in a bar and they've been in that track and trace. So no, they can't right. rate, uh, play, but they're still playing. That makes sense. It's not like it's uh, in in Formula One. Sergio Perez went home, didn't he? And he he's missing missed the race last week. Nico Hulkenberg's replacing him, and it's happening again. Nico Hulkenberg because he 
you know, he's against the protocol. So it's almost like you flout, you fall foul oh, okay, of the rules. Right. You're not going to take part. But even if you have a test and they go, well, you haven't got it. Yeah, but it's because it's all to do with that you could still have it. The test is only. Oh, there's no guarantee. No, it only works on that, and that okay, moment, right, doesn't it, enough. in time. So, yeah. you know, things will still go on without the people who get affected, which, I don't know, I'm not saying a pros or a cons, but it seems like sport will rumble on, on its, in its little mm. bubble, is the, is the way that I see things. Um, let's talk about MotoGP going on in Bruno this weekend with no Mark Marquez. Yeah. Although it looked like he was coming back. It looked like he was going to be fit. He's done his uh, gym work. Yeah. Here he is. There's a drunkard Some coming in. Ugly people wandering around here. Look how ugly this man is. Look at that. No, ladies and gentlemen, that is not a false nose and glasses. That is really his nose. <laughs> For those no, of you who are watching, you'll uh, be able to see over our shoulder uh, the... Uh, the famous Keith Ewan. I know what you're thinking. I can't believe a man that old can still walk. But I know, I know, it's true. At 75, I'll tell you what, sprightly bugger. Doing all right. Doing Lively all right. There he is. Get away. Give over. Uh, yeah, so um, Keith's on in the background. We'll carry on regardless. Uh, those of you who are listening uh, just to the audio of this... Um, you won't notice the difference. You won't hear him in the background there, unless he starts commentating. We're not on air, are we? No, we're not on air. We're, right. uh, we're sort of in between sessions here. Uh, yeah, but no Mark Marquez, right? So the official line from Alberto Pooch is um, he damaged his arm, the titanium plate in his arm, while opening a big window, a like, French patio door at home. Now, I don't know the tensile strength of titanium, Right, but isn't it one of the hardest metals known yes. to man? Yes, it is, and that's why you you, know, you often get one it. One of the lightest, strongest, lightest, strongest materials yeah. there. So known to man. How many times have you broken bones opening your well, patio num- doors at home? Numerous times. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very dangerous. And I do want to take this opportunity to say to everyone at Don't home, try this at be home. really careful. <laughs> Don't try this. A window, at home. you know. Pulling a door shut. I mean, clearly, it can't be right. This can't be the truth. So it just can't what, the be. way I see it is, there's also almost been a, a mistranslation of the plate isn't damaged, that it's been dislodged or something's happened. Right. That's the way I read it. Like, I can actually appreciate that. You know, when you, I know you, you yank a, something on a patio door and it's quite heavy. If you've got a break in your arm and the screws either side of it, that you could affect the brake couldn't you yeah but to to actually damage the plate i don't think is a possibility no no maybe obviously this door was the straw that brought the camels back but it's nothing to do with the door is it no is it the most crash that he had 10 minutes before (laughs) do you know what i mean but do you think this then right genuinely do you think honda would announce yeah mark's had another operation because he's crashed his motocross bike there's one thing we know marquez's go-to training method is motocross that's how he can Judge, am I strong enough? Am I fit enough to be able to race? Mm. We've seen him in the gym. You saw footage. If, if oh, you follow him on social yeah, media, on he's a machine. He's growing with one arm. Obviously, his bad arm to show. You know, just everything he did in the gym looked really impressive. Yeah. So what would what would the logical next step for him to be? To try go on his dirt track yeah. or go on his go on a motocross bike, and he's fast, obviously at both. And, and he won't be doing it by hearts because he's testing out if his arms any good on a motorcycle. Exactly. So if he's gone down hard. You know, potentially, potentially that's it. So, 
You know what I mean? It's bizarre, really, that it's happened. But um, Honda are obviously embarrassed about the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. Well, you can understand why, can't you? That you know their lead rider, who they signed on a contract for four more years, is is out. He's come back, and it's not quite worked. I just wonder. The thing that gets me, I want to know, is where do Honda draw the line? Where do Honda say? Right, that's it. But you know, you are our asset. We're paying you millions of pounds. We're doing it for the next four years. Where do, where does Alberto Puch or Yokoyama or the the bosses, at, the presidents at HRC, when do they put their foot down and go, no, Mark, no, sorry, you can't yeah. keep trying to come back. It's not worth. Well, it. that'd be now, wouldn't it? Is it? You look at, imagine this. Obviously, we're not exaggerating. We're talking a hundred million pound euros don't really matter does it euros or pounds what investment in the whole project yeah that's no 100 million over the four years yeah in in that good point you know so at this point the season's gone so if i was the boss of honda i'd be going what on earth are you playing at why are you trying to even think about getting our 100 million pound asset think about it this way right and people won't like me saying this if he was a footballer they would have wrapped him in cotton wool. Mm. And I know you're about, ah, yeah, but footballers, this and that. Yeah, but we're talking about an injury here for Marcus that could be career-ending. Yeah, yeah, so, but that's it. He's their, he's their uh, golden goose, isn't he? Yeah. Effectively. So you're right. Is you think doing that. So, so how come he came back at, at Hereth then because, straight away? Because there was still a chance at that point to win this world championship. And he, there's no way he wanted to go 50 points behind. Because it was pretty... Well, I thought it was pretty odds on that Quattararo was going to be first or second in the race. Yeah. So you knew he was going to get big points. But as you saw, there were only 13 finishes and it might have been three points that Mark may have picked up. That's yeah. what Cal did, even though he came in and had his, his little break. I'm actually um, not, I'm not, hey, not criticising him for having a go, by the way. All no. the, this is a, a chat of what's happened. Why no, no, no. Yeah, I, I just, totally get and I'm, I'm just I'm being devil's advocate here and yeah. coming from Honda's point of view because obviously I think it was incredible what he tried, incredible what Alex Rins and Cal Crutchlow mm. did over the weekend in, but this is, in Jerez. Th- this is the point where Honda should say, right. don't even think about because you think there's a chance that he might be at the next round yeah. or the round after, which is next week or the week after yeah. next. If I was Honda, I'd be like, Whoa, no way, yeah. let's get this, this is the point where settled, you say, you know, 100%. But, but I, I, my point is that I think that you say there's a glimmer of opportunity in the championship. I still think with, with Portugal being added to the end of the year, we, we think it's Portimao, we're almost certain it's Portimao. Hasn't all been confirmed yet, but um, it, it, yeah, there's an extra, there's a 14th round in the championship. So I'm thinking, after Bruno, three races down, still... 11 to go. Mm. He won the championship by 150 points mm. last year. If he can muddle through Bruno uh, and Austria, sorry, not Bruno, if he can muddle through Austria, he's got two weekends off in between those races. I can still be in this championship and we could have a right old battle at places that I know I can go well at, I know yeah. I can win at. A lot of it depends. So, so that, that, you know, it's back to your original point from Hereth, he tried it because he still felt there was the championship a chance. was alive. You're saying it's not a closed door, it depends what happens this weekend. Yeah, Quattro and also you're looking at Yamaha's engine situation. Yeah, but, it's, but still if Quattro wins, I get that, but if, if he's yeah. got 75 points... You know, after three rounds, you're yeah, like... But, but, you know, we've seen it in the past. He might have an injury. There's always a chance, isn't there? Mm. The door, door is always open. Um, so if I was his manager... Personal manager or P- team personal manager? manager? Emilio. Emilio, I'd be saying, this is the time you have to listen to us, mm. you know, as opposed to... He's always listened to himself and, and it's always worked for him. Now it's the time to say, let's think about the longevity of your career. He's 27 years old. 
if he wants, he's got 10 years of winning world championships ahead of him. Mm. But if he makes, you know, he's had two operations now on this arm. If, you know, if, he, if, if the bone starts to go brittle, you yeah, know what I mean? Or it doesn't, it doesn't um, knit properly together. Yeah. You, you know, you could end up, and obviously there's the nerves down there. That, I mean, there's a lot that can go wrong, so. Yeah, I think I, I, I do agree with you. I'm just trying to put across the point of view of yeah. you've been in that you situation. Never You're Mark. You never agree with me. You, if you were Mark and you were a rider, you'd be trying, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? No, not the second time. No. I think no. I think it's like all right. We've we've I've 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 tried it. It's not worked out, and I'm lucky to sort of get away with it. No, I'd be. That's it. Right. Okay. That's, that's done. What do you make then of this Yamaha situation? And we're not going to get all technical in here, yeah. but the Yamaha engine situation. Maverick's on his fifth engine out of five. Talks are they going to ask for a an extra engine for this extra Portugal round whether they'll get it or not I, I don't think so because the other but, manufacturers will be seeking yeah. an opportunity to, to rein them in a little bit um, they're on a fifth engine that's got to get through another 12 rounds no they've not got one engine left not got one engine left that's I mean, how it sounds got, like they're on their fifth engine no but they've, they've like. already cracked open the fifth engine they've already used it in a practice so yeah. they can't you know there's nothing they can do they've got, they've got the four engines in play one of them's gone yeah. The first couple, though, it looks like they're not touching at the moment right. because they've gone. They've sent one back for analysis, and it's got this issue. Is it a concern? Yeah, it's a massive concern because it's something. Is it a sensor or something? Yeah, well, that's, that's what work. they're saying. An yeah, exhaust no, sensor. Well, obviously, they're not going to tell you, are they? Really? Yeah, no. <laughs> that, I mean, that could be absolute bobbins. It could yeah, yeah. be. That know, could be like the door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though? It could <laughs> be. Completely. No, it's actually a catastrophic issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're not going to say, yeah, yeah our engines, Yamaha, Pistons what, what are we do disintegrating. When, when we build them, they're just not quite right. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But, no, it, it, is a, it is a concern because I think we all know, obviously, this is Yamaha, Yamaha's opportunity to win a title again. Obviously, they won in 2015 with Lorenzo. Mm. But, you know, the dominance of Honda, Marquez. So, yeah, they, they'll, be, they'll be panicking. And... You get to a track like, obviously, the next weekend, Austria, where it's all about horsepower. Those bikes are ragged, aren't they? Mm. Down those straight, and especially the, the uphill straight, that's got a kink at the end, so you lean the bike in, it sort of lowers the gear in, so the bike revs more. Back-to-back -back weekends there. Yeah, you know, really stressing an engine. Yeah, that'll stress the engine much more than the hot temperatures in Jerez. Oh, do you think opinion. so? Yeah, 100%. Right, okay. Because, bikes, because we saw the Cati go well, as well, didn't we, with Peko Benyaya? I'm thinking that oh, it must be the engines having to deal with the stresses, but also on top, it's got no cooling. Yeah, that, I just that, I don't think that's a massive right. part because MotoGP bikes run at a real high temperature of course, anyway, yeah. and yeah. the the difference between I I don't think it was anything to do with the heat, in my opinion. There he is. So, okay. There he is, expert, <laughs> proper tech geek. Yeah, over yeah. there. Nothing I'm to not do. buying it. Yeah, nothing to do it. No, nothing. no, I don't think it was. I don't right, think it that's was. Fair enough. Well, so, uh, yeah, well take... we'll see when we get to Austria when the Yamaha's All right, we will yeah. see. Yeah. All right, chill it out. Just a quick word. Um, I don't want to, because we've got so much other things to talk about, right. and we don't want to make this a, a massively long one without a guest. We do apologise. It's the whole point of got it out in the first place. No, we're going to have, have Chris Walker, but he's, 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 he's at Cadwell riding. today in, in, in his sidecar. I didn't know he was doing the sidecar again. Fair yeah. play to him. I mean, bloody hell, I couldn't think of anything worse. What was it you said to me before? That you would pay oh, money. Oh, yeah, that's what I, I said. Pay you, money. Know, I, you know, <laughs> which I don't want to do something if I'm going to pay money. I went, I would pay a lot of money not to have to ride it. <laughs> ride, drive the sidecars. Nothing against sidecars, it's just at Chris's age, I mean, I'm 46, so Chris must be 
63? <laughs> no, it must be like, <laughs> four, <laughs> It must be 49. <laughs> to get in a sidecar. I'll be getting still, some hate mail off Stoker and, now. And, and, and still give it some. No, but I, I texted him back when he said it. Yeah. I'm on my way to um, Cadwell. I went, bloody hell, mate, you've got some balls. The, the Which I knew about anyway. Yeah, the people <laughs> who will be listening to this who've been asking for us to get Chris Walker on, we were hoping it'd be nice with the start of BSB this weekend. And we were speaking to Shaky as well, who we're going to have on the podcast at some point. But everyone's so busy mm. at the moment with everything going on. Uh, but they'll be thinking, what, you and Chris Walker exchange text messages? Yeah. That yeah, you right. absolutely hate each well, other. Like, Can you send him a, a shit in an envelope through a text message? Yeah, I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously when I raced against Chris, yeah. we bloody proper didn't get on, really hated each other. But a proper, a proper old school rivalry. Yeah. I was talking about this yesterday. One thing about racing, I love it when people don't get on. I don't like it when they're all mates, buzzing yeah. buddies. And well, that's why it never worked in MotoGP when you had Stoner, Pedrosa, Lorenzo, and they all sort of got on a little bit. There used mm. to be a bit of needle between Danny and all, and it, it sort of sterilised it a little mm. bit, didn't it? And then Same you get someone in, like Mark Marquez in who upsets the apricot, yeah. and suddenly you're all off again, yeah. aren't you? No, I like it when people don't get on because it just it just. Yeah, just makes it the story is even better, isn't it? Yeah. Just a quick word on obviously Mark's not riding, but what about what Alex Rins did to tenth place when oh, he's real? still got a fracture in his shoulder? And Cal, with a recently operated on scaphoid, yeah. he had to pull in because it was actually his right arm which was swelling up. It's incredible, isn't it? What mm. what we see the riders do. We've had Cal on the podcast before. We know what sort of character uh, he is, and it, it, I don't know. Different breed. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, the, the shoulder one for Rins is unbelievable. I've been destroyed you my shoulder. Sort of ended your career. Ended my it? career because of the rotator cuffs being detached, breaking my shoulder blade, just making a real mess of it. It's no end. Like it's now probably as far as strength-wise. If I was to do like a a shoulder press, well, I can't do a shoulder press because I can't get my shoulder into the right position. I can't even do it with two kilos. So. So, I mean, Rins, I mean, it's incredible. That yeah, he's saying he can only now get it to 90 degrees. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, he wanted so, to do that. He, he, so he can't, he can only, he's, after two weeks physio, that's, I've, I can get there now. Well, and what he's saying is, what did he say? If I crash, they've told me... 70, 80% chance. That'll dislocate that it'll again. Dislocate, it'll go and it, that'll be season done then, if it comes out again. Yeah. Because he's already got a tear. He, he says it's not worth having op- an operation. No, because well, you're, you're out for three months. You're out then for, for a long time, so... But impressive, just seeing the, the riders. I mean, you, you could argue saying, well, they've no choice, they've got to come back because it's a short season. No, they have got a choice, mm. you know. And someone like Rins especially, he's got a contract. Yeah. Anyway, he's safe. But it's that Rins's theory was the same as Marquez's. Rins was one of the favourite for the title. And he's still, he's still saying it. So, well, mathematically, it's still an opportunity. Yeah. And he hasn't gone bad in uh, first practices in in uh, Bruno either. So, uh, yeah, credit to him. Credit to Cal Crutch, who, of course, is sort of... I don't know whether he's looking for a ride. He, I'm sure he'd be also happy if he was. No, Cal is looking for a ride as well, and that's why he rode. Yeah. You know, but no, what but I mean, Cal, is I understand it more for Cal that because Cal's like, no, I still want to. I've still got the desire to do this. Yeah, and to show to all the teams. Yeah, yeah. where Rins could where have sat you, back. Just, just now, where do you see Cal going? It'll, it'll have to be a Prilia, won't it? Do you not, there was some I read on a couple of websites about Honda World Superbike. Could you ever see him doing something? Well, like I spoke to Cal three months ago now, maybe. 
two and a half months ago and he said I definitely don't want to go to World Superbikes yeah, but, is he, you know, but things change I things know, can I change know, you know, know. if you've seen how things have gone let's go on to just go on to World Superbike who are obviously out in Portimao how yeah. they're doing in practice Johnny uh, at, the, at this moment in time while we're this doing this this might be a bit of a shock Johnny's fastest who Johnny Jonathan Ria Jonathan Ria Ria is mm. it um, <laughs> I don't rate him but Loris Baz and, um, and he's up there as well isn't he somebody called Alex Lowe's my man's in eighth so we're right. point nine off. So, so, so uh, but but what we saw in Hereth was in the first race actually Honda not too bad. Second race didn't quite mm. go right for for Leon or for for uh, Alvaro Bautista. But I just wonder whether he'd be looking at that, thinking that's a project I want to be involved in more than Aprilia. Um, see, if I was Cal, see the the whole Cal story is a difficult one, right? Because if you Cal, you've ta- the the question you've to answer is why yeah so why yeah so one of the main reasons people go racing later on or continue their career is financial it's like yeah well go into world superbikes maybe do two or three years there but i guarantee 100 percent. if you uh, suggested that to any rider that they'd say, they'd say yeah. no that is not an issue no. i'm doing it for the desire and that's the beauty of doing this podcast because i can tell the truth <laughs> so i know what riders say to me i know I just, I, that's how it works yeah. you know so so that's one of the questions. So the question is, does Cal need the money? Well, going off what he's earned over the past well, he's had 15 good, years. Good ten, well, a it, few years in, eight years, is it, in MotoGP? Yeah, it, basically he doesn't need the money. So you have to go there for one reason, to think you can be world champion. What he doesn't want is to go head-to-head with Jonathan Ray, because basically now, if Cal retires next year, he can say, well, of my era, I was the greatest... I was the best British motorcycle racer. Mm. Obviously, winning three um, three MotoGP, MotoGP races. races. Last person to win a MotoGP race, Premier Class win was Barry Sheen. You know what I mean? You can't argue with these yeah. these facts. But if he goes head to head with Johnny and Johnny beats him, then no amount of money can make up for the disappointment of being beaten by Jonathan Ray. So, so. He will he'll sit there and think, well, do I want to put myself up against Johnny? In his championship on, you know, like Johnny's on the council. So what you, your answer to that is no. No, absolutely not. So you think it probably is. But don't get me wrong, then, not to contradict myself, I don't think Cal's not doing World Superbikes because he's scared of Johnny. No. But it's all these, so he doesn't need the money anyway. It's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. His daughter's about to start school. In the States. And he wants to be wherever she is. Mm. You know, and she, you know, you don't want to be travelling. Um, then, the, and then there's also the risk of having to go against, not going according to plan. So, so yeah, you, you do though see a pretty happening. Yes, yeah, yeah. They need him, don't they? Have, they just can't there, develop a bike. So, is there enough of a challenge there? That's that's sort of what I'm getting at. That's you know, if you're coming around, or, yes. or you think there's financial, a great, there's a great challenge because there'll be a, the financial reward, which the, 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 my, my argument still comes the same. into it somewhere. Yeah, but he, he still doesn't need the money. But but he does. He, he said he said to us he wants to continue racing, so he can continue racing there. He can, I mean, the bar's set really low. Yeah, true. You know what I mean. True. So he can go there. He's a great development rider. Yeah. Obviously, that's why Honda. That's what Honda loved about him. Alesh is a terrible, terrible development rider. Alicia's put your mortgage on him biting the screen, put your mortgage on him being inconsistent all season, and don't put your money on him developing a bike, because he just can't, can he? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, 
I mean, that bike's gone backward, really, since Bradle Bradle and Bautista Bautista got off it in 2000. Bradle's now testing for HRC, and Bautista's done well with the Ducati, leading a Hondo charge there. That that team needs Cal, Mm. I'd say. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. It'll make sense, yeah, it would make sense for... Put it this way, if I was in part of the management, and, I'd be and, trying to get hold of And him. Ducati's a, a no-go, I'd have, I'd have thought he's been there, he's been there, done that, right? But this is where that Ducati seat becomes interesting. I spoke to Pecco Bagnaia this week, and Pecco feels that he's got a shot at the factory bike. It doesn't matter, but he's got a shot at it. Which he has. I think he has, after what he did. Dovey's obviously in for it. And now, with what Scott Redding's done in World mm. Superbike, I'm not saying winning your first two races means instantly you're in the picture. But it's put him back on the radar. Mm. At 27 years of mm. age, he's still the same as, as Mark Marquez in mm. terms of, of age. Would there ever be a, a scenario in which Scott continues his run and challenges for the championship in, in World Superbike and gets a shot in MotoGP again? Bear in mind that he's been through Ducati. Yeah. Well, I'm smiling because I love you. You are. Well, I think. Needle. Yeah, you like... <laughs> The problem for Scott is the whole paddock in MotoGP know Scott Redding. They've seen him, so they know what they're going to get. So mm. he did. He did five years in, in MotoGP. He did years on the Honda that were terrible. On not a great bike. On not a great bike. And on the, the Ducati wasn't. No, but then on the Ducati he went head to head with Petrucci. And Petrucci yeah. beat him. So then the, that's what the team will see. So I just want to give a shout out to uh, Matthew. Uh, Nicholas Roberts, you might have heard of him. He presents on uh, Eurosport. He'll be in Donington at the moment, talking about British Superbike and World Superbike. Nicholas, uh, yeah, I had a, I had a, I was chatting to him in the car on the way down. We had a long chat. Because you're really good mates, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. just hanging out with my buddy. And no, but we were chatting about this, and I said the same things. And he goes, "Yeah, but don't you think?" And I thought it was a really good point. And he made it on air for Eurosport at the weekend. Um, don't you think that Scott's learnt from those? bad experiences at Ducati and Aprilia I do and built so why is the MotoGP paddock so myopic why does it often myopic? look like it? let me just google that. short-sighted why, why do they why do they not look at the fact that someone can improve I mean, myopic Who's, whoever's listening to this will be like you know what's myopic anyway go on go on, go on. yeah but uh, the wider team managers then in MotoGP have that when, when people can improve and I learn agree. from mistakes. I agree, 100%. You asked me, do you think... Yeah, I And know. I said, no. You and didn't I... say, um, what's your opinion as in... See, what I think is... But I agree with you, 100%. When, when, Gav, when um, Scott's clearly found a lot of confidence, he could go back into that MotoGP paddock and be impressive. Mm. 100%. I don't, don't question that for a second. Right? But what I... The paddock won't allow him in. Why is that then? Because of what I've said. They've seen him for five years in MotoGP. Is it, and unfortunately... Is it politics it, it, then? Is it no, it's not play? politics. It's just like, they, they're not looking at him. And also, what the whole paddock thinks is, Ducati built a MotoGP bike to take to World Superbikes. They're not cheating. It's within the rules. The Ducati's the best bike. Yeah, so it's if, in production, so if yeah. you if you watch if you watch the races, the cat is the best bike in in World Superbikes. It really is. It was last year. I mean, it won races by sixteen seconds with mm. Bautista on it, and Bautista's now on the Honda, and he's finishing twenty six seconds behind the winner. Now Bautista didn't learn how to ride a bike last year, and he hadn't forgotten how to ride a bike this year. But that's the fact. But I see that. 
but so do the team managers in MotoGP see that. So what the way they're looking is they're going. They're not looking there at Scott. They're looking this way at the Moto Two boys. Going right, Jorge Navarro, Jorge twenty-two, mar- twenty-two years old. You know, wow, look how he pushes really hard, and mm. that's why it'll be hard for Scott. Yeah, that, but that's what everyone's talking about, it, aren't they? After two wins, let's talk about a bit of World Superbike. They're out in Portimao now. He's got two wins under his belt, um, topping the, the standings. I'm so impressed. We had him on the podcast and it's our most successful episode to date. If you haven't heard the Scott Reading episode, go back and listen to it. It's brilliant. He's Open honestly honest. superb. Yeah. And if you weren't a fan of him before, uh, or you've become a fan of him since BSB, or you didn't like him in MotoGP, honestly, I recommend listening to it because you'll we learned stuff mm. and we've known him since he was 15 years of age. I, I thought it was, it was great. But... Um, the drive that you felt from that interview and the build-up the build of confidence. You believed him. Yeah. We, we came off, I spoke to you, didn't I, straight away, and I'm like, my God, I think he's, he's got... I don't, before we'd spoke to him, there was no way he was going to beat Johnny Ray in my yeah. head. And then after it, I'm like, well, I'm, sort of, but I'm a bit of a believer now. And obviously he backed it up. There's nothing better than backing up yeah, what you've sure. predicted. And he, he, looks, he, looks a real, he clearly looks a real deal. And um, it's like he was made to ride a superbike, and all this time he's been okay, he challenged for Moto Two World Championship. He won Grand Prix. So I beat Marquez in a few head-to-head races as well yeah. in Moto Two. I remember watching one at yeah. Silverstone. You remember probably what year it was? It was incredible. Like so, 20 yeah. th- 2012. Yeah, twenty twelve. I think it was. Yeah, when he was on the Mark VDS mm. and it was Mark's championship. Yeah, um, yeah, and. But it's like with this size, I don't know, like maybe made to ride. Mm. But how many tall riders are there, by the way, in Superbike? Lord, at the moment, I think of him, Loris Baz, Vandermark, yeah, yeah. Ch- Chaz Davis. Yeah. I'm thinking all these big lads. I'm looking down now at the, the list of Not Alvaro Bautista. No. Or Leon Hasler. <laughs> <Or Leon> Hasler. <laughs> Honda have gone. Yeah, let's get gone, Let's yeah. go. Well, that Honda's small, style. isn't it? It is small. So. Um, yeah, but I was, I was so impressed by him at the weekend. Um, Seeing him racing Hereth in tricky conditions mm. and cool head. I still, I, I, I still I remember st- him pulling in in a in a overheating in a Moto Two race yeah. in Malaysia one year, and uh, and he's just the change. Someone, yeah. someone who's changed his whole philosophy. Yeah, I still think Johnny's going to win the championship. That's brilliant. That's yeah. brilliant. That even still, though there's still it's like, quite a lot of points behind. It's yeah, twenty odd points behind. Yeah, just with Jonathan, I've watched him all his career. He just doesn't make mistakes. I know he did. He crashed at the first in, round, in Phillip actually, Island. and he but he'd been nerfed off the track. He was he was, his way he, was back he was. But I know, but not to contradict myself, but he rarely makes mistakes. Yeah. And if there's a mixed weather weekend, there's no one faster. You know, if it's damp, there's no one faster. Is it? So. Yeah, it will be. It will it, be. But how exciting it's that great. we've got, especially really with World Superbikes, because we've had some. I wouldn't say boring years, but there's it's not been that entertaining. It's been well, quite predictable. It's been hard to. You know, Johnny's gone and wiped the floor with mm. people, or if before Tom Sykes had a great year and mm. no one could could match him that year. So you sort of think, okay, um, here we go. We've got two Brits battling it out. It's going to be good, and they're not the only ones involved. Chaz had a great ride. I'm so impressed by Chaz in Hereth um, when you know there's a few people thinking he's not doing yeah. things, and he came back well in both. He actually was unlucky in that first race, wasn't he? Um, but you know, Alex, your man. Yeah. Doing well consistently. Top Rack's an exciting Top Rack, character, I mean, isn't he? Top Rack's one of them. He's a bit like Marquez. I could just watch Top Rack ride on his own. 
you know, the, yeah. the way... Quirky, isn't it? Yeah, the way he rides, he's got some funny lines, but the bike's always on the move. He backs it in a lot. Mm, backs it in L- massively. Looks like he loses the front quite a bit, but he's he's definitely all action. He's not shy, is he? No. So I wonder if he's got like, that you, off keen enough. You, you wouldn't want to race with him. He's one of them. Yeah. He's yeah. one of them, though, top rack. You tip it into the corner and he comes slithering up yeah. the inside. Yeah, well, he did that, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> a couple of times, yeah. where He just taking turn one at bizarre, bizarre old lines. So, yeah, World Tour Bike's looking great, and we're all excited to see what uh, pans out there in Portimao. And we we better talk about quickly, because BSB's back, which is amazing, isn't it, really? Yeah. When we thought, no fans mm. um, for, for the foreseeable, which is a shame, because mm. they thought they were going to be able to get a few through the door, didn't they, um, through the year. But we talked about it a little bit before, about who Scott Redding's heir mm. might be in, in BSB. Are you still focused on Josh Brooks? Yeah, I mean, he would have to be the title favourite. He's in the best team on the best bike. He is. Again, you can't argue. People might want to argue. You can't argue. That Ducati is just a weapon. It really is. It stops better than the other superbikes. It accelerates better. It's got more top speed. And it actually turns as well. So it's got the, the full house. Ex-champion Josh Brooks yeah, won it in been the past. There, been there, done I think that. he's thirty-seven years old now, but clearly still wants Does it. Does it change things? The fact you don't have a showdown does that? It doesn't change your approach, really. No, does I it? think no. I mean, obviously it's the same for everyone, but no, I just think it's everybody. Well, no, it does change it actually. Where it changes it is, you can't start slow. You can't get an you injury. You can't think. Well, it's all right. I'll just I'll build into the season, but make sure as long as I'm consistent. You've got to be podiums every weekend mm. to have a got one in this championship. Who are you excited about seeing in, in BSB? I'm excited about watching Taron McKenzie. Obviously, he's a good mate. Yeah. And um, I've seen what he's done this winter, or winter, this year. Yeah. I've done a bit of training with him. Not that, I don't mean that in any way, like riding the, not training as in physically, but um, I know mentally he's in a really good place. Physically, he's the best he's ever been. And he's hungry, he's, he's, a, he's angry in all the right ways, in a nice way, if that makes sense. Probably don't make sense what I'm saying, but yeah, so I'm, I'm really up excited. For it. He's, up for he's well it. up for it. Yeah. Um, and then, it, then the beauty of BSB is what I love is I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. There's always someone Bit knows. of an unknown. It's always wonder if Christian Eden could yeah, well, suddenly, obviously, on the bike, on the right bike, have a, have a chance. He's been campaigning for years, but. Danny Buchan, full on of the experience. Kawasaki, yeah. um, going well, looks. Tommy you know, Bridewell. Tommy Bridewell, obviously it's same team. What a character. Hey, good job if Tommy hears this or anyone speaks to him. Good job on the telly the other day. I, I, <laughs> natural, absolute natural. I just love listening to him. It just makes me smile. <laughs> he does, because he he's just different in, yeah. in, in a nice way. You know? yeah. yeah, so so I think it's... Ryan Vickers, I'm quite right, excited Ryan about Vickers, Ryan Vickers. Uh, like Roger Burnett manages him. Nice just kid. talked about him for a long what time. What a nice kid. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's, it's one of them. Name your top three... For Donington, I've got a clue. <laughs> really, so you know true, what I mean? You know, you, you, it, it could be anyone. Storm Stacey's moved up to it, which is brilliant. He's he was 16 at the start of the year, so he's going to be 17 years old. And he's a character. BSB. Um, I don't think Storm will be at the front because no. obviously he's such a young kid. But he'll be so it'll be entertaining. He'll be exciting. There were some good stand-up wheelers anyway. <laughs> and he's obviously someone to watch out. He's like your subplot. Keep your eye on Storm to see how he works his way up throughout the year. Can he get some top ten finishers? Yeah, if he can. Wow, it'd be amazing. It's just turned seventeen. Yeah, and I just that's something I want to go on then because um, we'll go back. It's going to filter us all the way back to um, MotoGP in a way. Is Cal with his injury has sort of opened up? Bradley's standing in at Aprilia, but you can't see that that's going to turn into a permanent ride there. 
Uh, Sam Lowe's has come back and looked great in the in the first two at Jerez, which we're delighted about. Jake Dixon still finding his feet, but you know, getting there slowly but surely. Um, and John McPhee's had a fantastic start. So I'm thinking of Storm Stacey, who's done British talent at one point. He's come through as a, a youth and mm. always been exciting from a young age. Where's where's our Brit to, to take over from Cal if Cal were not to be there? Where where should we, is it Jake Dixon or is it Scott or is it you know someone that we're not talking about? Yeah, who's in the Grand well? It's Prix all of, all of the above. Everyone you've mentioned, plus the handful. Let's say there'll be three or four really quick riders that will come through the British Talent Cup. Right. That will that at the moment look good, but not great. Mm. But they're 16 years old or 15 years old. But they will come. And what's funny is you look back. You look back. I remember watching BSB in the mid 2000s, watching Johnny Ray, Tom Sykes, Cal, Walker. Obviously, Chris was still, still there. Stalkers in the middle of them all. <laughs> I remember them all beating Chris at one time. Keogh was there, obviously, at the, at the time, and Leon Haslam. But they were, they were beating Chris Walker, and I'm like, bloody hell, Walker's, what's, what's Walker doing letting them young lads beat him? You know what I mean? Like, but look how the, the, the names I've mentioned... Blossom. Yeah, but yeah. at the time, because they were relatively new names, it was hard to realise how fast they were. Mm. And that's what, where I think we're at at the moment with... Taron McKenzie's... It's a bit of a transition Yeah, here. yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, Vickers. I just wonder where, we, yeah, where do yeah. we look in terms of age-wise? Do you know what it's like? They're very ageist in, in yeah, MotoGP too. Yeah, it's... Tr- it's Someone like Storm, yeah, it's, who's as, 17, as, if he could, I don't know, have a couple of results and then someone in World Superbike goes... No, absolutely. Hey, if Storm won races, not this year, he ain't going to win races this year. I hope I'm wrong, by the way. Um, but... Got spotted, got into a better team for next year, more of an A team in BSB. Battles for a championship. He's 18 years old and he's you hot think property. He, yeah, yeah. Isn't he? You know what I mean? Mm. And which then, Jake Dixon, in his own way, he's still young. Yeah, absolutely. And, is, and, and was yeah. in the same way. He came through and someone from Moto2 said, well, and obviously Frankie, is, uh, his um, manager, was you know, having a look around, worked in Grand Prix and said, look, get yourself over at a young age. That's what needs to happen, don't, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, someone at a young age to exactly. to switch across to motor two. Yeah, but like I said, we've, we have got Ryan Vickers, we've got Taron McKenzie, who's not that that that, that old. Mm. I don't know if the problem is you end up looking at superbikes, don't you? Yeah, that, yeah this is yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah, because Taron's twenty three, four. He probably ain't going to go to MotoGP. No, you know, like, yeah. So that's why you. That's why I was just the, the thought yeah. of Storm at seventeen. You sort of think, or I thought, yeah, sixteen wasn't he when mm. starting the year? So you sort I'd of. Say think he was uh, going really well. Bear in mind they've only tested, so there's been no races yet. But Rory Skinner, yeah. who I've always rated, but I've always rated him, and he's had all these chances. Because he's, but he's had his chances. Yeah, he had his chances, and actually did well. Yeah, he did yeah, right. He did well. Actually, one Rebel rookie race is beating exactly. top doers who are now in MotoGP. Yeah, like still a bit, or maybe not. No, he'll have been, he's, he was there. Three or four years ago, but there's okay, people now. Be people like yeah. that, well, no, he was a bit after. Exactly. Uh, anyway, a bit after Martin's time. But he's uh, he ain't done. He's not done. But did Jan Antonio? Yeah, they're beating him. Yeah, yeah. So he's not done. You know what I mean? Rory Skinner's now doing Super Sport 600 in yeah. England, and he's my tip for the title. If he wins that championship, then he'll get a really good BSB ride. And how old is he? 17, 18. Yeah, he'll be a similar. Yeah, 18. So, so yeah, we um, have got young talent. 
Yeah, it's just getting them, firming them through yeah. in the right way. Uh, right, we, we said we'd do a shorter episode. Where are we at? Let's have a look at there. Oh, we've got 39 minutes. I Perfect. Think be all right. Yeah, can, can, good length. Can, I hope you've been able to hear it all right and not been too distracted by... Good length. Uh, ...people in the background. Yeah. Sound check. Um, so, yeah, thank you for, for listening again. We're going to call it there. It's not our normal episode. We, we, the whole just point, The whole point of Gas It Out was to, to speak to people and try and do it around... Um, the lockdown and, and find out things that we can't find out with there being every motorcycle race series on this weekend in terms of road racing because circuit racing um, it's just not been as easy this weekend but we have got a couple of plans in the pipeline a couple of, of things we want to do but if we're not around you understand that's why it is because people are hard to tie down at the yeah. moment aren't they yeah. in particular so uh, uh, yeah I hope you've enjoyed his rambling babble his nonsensical chat which is a standard affair and and the beauty of this actually is you don't have to hear the jingle as much do you you don't no. have to hear that sting of gas it out that so many people complain about i like it and there's not been as much swearing no, no swearing no swearing wow i think i might have said shit oh well you have done that like that you put in the envelope to chris Walker. Oh, yeah, i think did. i might yeah, have said yeah, that yeah. earlier so i really do apologize for saying shit it's, um, it's outrageous. Such a wanker. Oh. It's all gone wrong. It's all gone wrong right to the end. Right. Uh, cheers, Neil. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank uh, you. Please keep on listening. We'll have some more guests coming up. Uh, some good ones. Very, very soon. Yeah, we we've will. got some good ones lined up. So, uh, yeah. Enjoy the racing this weekend. Yeah, That's the, the other thing. We just thought you probably got a bit of bike fatigue. Yeah. Like we're checking, we're here with timing screens on our phones from World Superbikes, and we'll be following the British uh, Superbike. Are we allowed to go into Donington? We're not allowed. No. We're not allowed down there. We were thinking, you know, it could get popped down there. But, um, yeah, we thought we'd just give you a little bit of update of everything that's going on. So enjoy your racing weekend. Enjoy the sunshine if you listen to this in the garden. And uh, we'll speak to you very soon indeed. Cheers, everybody. Thank you. Enjoy. Yeah. See you later. Bye. See you. Love you. Shush. <laughs> I look, no, I do. I look. Yeah, that's <laughs> creepy on a sofa. Weirdo.